0: And, uh, man, I thought I'd get out here early. I don't know. We got to try. Let's do our best. Here's the good news. Here's the good news. This message right here. When I played baseball years ago, if you threw the ball in my sweet spot, I'm knocking the snot out of it. It's over. Good chance it's going to go out in the park. All right. This message is in my sweet spot today. And that's not bragging. It's just some of us are good at certain subjects and talking about, and this is one of them. Amen? So let's look at it. And where did I learn it? I learned it from my mama. How did I learn to talk to people? How did I learn to smile and look at people? My mama being a waitress. Try to waitress like this. Well, thank you. What do you want? What you? Well, you, you want what now? Try right here. You can say thank you and yes ma'am and no ma'am and stuff like that and double your tips like that. You hear me say? Start to look at people in the eye. Start to take that time. Be kind even when they ain't. Amen? But mama taught me how to smile. I'd sing years ago when I first became a Christian. She'd say, son, why don't you lift your head up and look at us? And she said, show your teeth. You got them, don't you? You know what I'm saying? And so, anyway, so, We're going to talk about that subject today. Let's look at it. Finding the balance in family. And today's title is something for all of us on Mother's Day. Not specifically for moms alone, but for all of us. Pop it up. Relational balance. How do we find balance in our relationships? Remember last week's message how Jesus brought balance to women? There was no balance on this earth when Jesus came for women. They were basically nothing. And He started selecting this one and that one and saving this one and and healing this one and doing that and then they started following him so here's these women hanging out with the men, which was a big no-no okay jesus changed everything it was incredible amen so here we go we're starting the message so hang in here with me get settled in and if if you can help me as i ask you to speak with me a little bit this morning on the big screen because it'll be a blessing here we go relational balance rod you have to push this because people have lunch arrangements here we go so how can I be, how can I be my very best? Say best. best. Now you've got to help me. Best. best. How can I be my best in my personal relationship? And you know what? Mama deserves best. And you know what? Daddy deserves best. And the youngins deserve best. And our friends deserve best. And Englewood out of Fellowship Church deserves us to give them our what? Best. Best. So how can I be my best? And how can I be my very best in, in relating to other people? Some people just really seem to struggle with relating to people. And I don't, I'm not saying I can fix it on a Sunday morning for you, but I'm telling you what, we can move the needle if you want it to be moved today. Let's talk about it. This will help us in our homes, everywhere. The balance of best, and even though this isn't the main gist of the message, I want Roger to put up what best means to me. Here's what best means to me. Best, B-E-S-T. How can I be my best? It's something I believe I came up with years years ago. I'm, I think I'm going to take credit for it, but maybe you'll find out I didn't. I have no idea. But I think I did because I've been doing it a long time. And it sounds like something I would have done. So here we go. But I've been at it a while. I'm sorry. Here we go. Best. B-E-S-T. Number one. Say it with me. Bless. Speak up. Say that with me. Speak up. Bless means well words. That's the name of my radio show. Well words with Pastor Gary. Okay, that's the name of our show. Or talk truth. Well words is something I write every week or something. We try to write letters called well words and stuff like that. Speak up. Speak up. It means well words. Bless means well words. Edify means to what? Build up. So B-E-S-T. You want to be your best? This is biblical. Write it down. Put it in your noggin. Take a picture of with your phone. Whatever. Just get your phone off. Don't let it ring on me. Here we go. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. The S is sacrifice. Say it with me. Give up. Give up. Give up. That don't mean... You know, that you just are you know, a doormat. Give up. The idea is to learn to sacrifice and learn to give to people. Learn to give to people in relation. Learn to go the extra mile. They ask you for the coat. Give them the inner garment too, Jesus said. Go that extra mile. Say that with me. Go that extra mile for folk. And the last one, that's why I think I made this up because this just sounds like me. But it's been so long. The last one is touch. Touch. B-E-S-T. Well, I don't like people touching me. You only got so many years to live anyway. You really, you're going to be deader than a hammer before long. Why don't you enjoy life? Why don't you be a blessing to other people and reach out and touch them? Oh, I'm scared I'm going to get a germ. You could get, you could have a stroke tonight without touching anything. I'm not trying to be, I just want to say, reach out and touch people. Hugging on people. you got to be yourself. I get that. But it's okay to move that needle a little bit and maybe be somebody you aren't. And that is to learn to be a little more like Jesus. He loved on that. He loved people. You saw last week that woman with that infirmity of blood all those years reached out and touched him. You know what I'm saying? And boy, he wanted to know who she was. And even at that, we didn't talk about that Pharisee's home where Jesus went to dinner that time. And, and the woman... That was the prostitute came at his feet and washed his feet with her hair and the tears. And that's a lot of touching. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? So I just think it's important. Touch. Reach out. A handshake. Being kind. Yes or no? A pat on the back. These are, We didn't make this stuff up. Patting on the back. A handshake. But that's good when it's accompanied with other things, too. So we're going to talk about it. So how can I be my best? Bless, edify, sacrifice, and touch. I want to be my best in my personal relationships and relating to others. This is our Mother's Day message today. There's nothing better for mama and your wife and your children than you being your best. And in your relationship with them. The way you talk to them. The way you look at them. You understand? The way you reach out to them. This is huge. This is huge. And it's Bible. This isn't like Gary Gary speak. This is the Bible. And we're going to look at it today. Here we go. So how can I be my very best in relating to others? We're talking about balance here. Well, here we go. And you might say, well, Clark, I've heard you say this before. Good. Maybe you're going to learn it one day. This is something I always want us to talk about. Amen. I loved it when a pitch would come in and I could see the same pitch I've seen. before. wow Amen. I loved it. Let's learn this today. This is how you're your best. Number one, say it with me out loud. I must be... You're not going to be your best if you're listening online right now or the radio or in the audience today and you're saying, I'm not going to listen to this. Or you're getting your back up already and even started. That's not being teachable. That's being hard-headed. You've got to be teachable. If you want to be your best, you've got to be teachable. You know, well, I've been married all these years. I'm pretty good at it. Well, maybe you could be better. If you'd be teachable. I must be teachable. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? Be teachable by your mind. Renewing your mind. That you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is God's will. God wants you to be your best. Say that with me. God wants me to be my best. God wants me to be my best. Do you think it's God's will for you to bless, edify, sacrifice, and touch? you think that's God's will for your life? It's absolutely God's will for your life. It's God's will for your marriage. It's God's will for your family. Every child ought to know the touch of their mama and their daddy. Every one of them. You know what I'm saying? They need that. They need that. The other night, I took uh, the kids out. And I may have said this last week. I can't remember what I say anymore. No, I don't know. Well, maybe I did. I had hush. I think it was Monday night. Took the kids out. I did a lot of kid duty this week. At my age, it was rough. But anyway, here we go. Took the kids out on Monday night. We rode in the Jeep. No top. The nine-year-old and six-year-old, Abby and Danny in the back, the wind blowing. (laughs) And they can just go crazy. I don't give a hoot. We're in the Jeep. You can sing. You can holler. You can do We're in a Jeep. Who cares? It's loud anyway. And so we go and we ride around. We go here. We go there. And then we go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. And they get the kids' meal. And then we did a little something else together. Then we stopped by the playground on the way home. But if they wanted to go to the playground and asked me to go to the playground, we're not going to the playground. So be quiet. If we want to go to the playground, we'll go to the playground. I just want to hear you say going to the playground. I'll tell you if we're going to the playground or not. You should be quiet. So since they didn't say they wanted to go to the playground, we went to the playground. You understand? Because daddy rules. You understand that, say? When Mom ain't there, daddy rules. You got that? You brush your teeth when I say brush your teeth. Go to bed when I say you go to bed. Got it? Yes or no? That's how we run it. And it works. Don't tell them I'm really a softy, but it works. It works. So anyway, we go to the playground. We get home. Rest of teeth. They rest of teeth. You can watch a movie. You can't watch no real people movie. you got to watch a cartoon movie. Okay, okay. Then they go to bed. They get home. Kim gets home from doing a, a drug presentation for the school or something. She comes home, and the kids are asleep. <laughs> Perfect with dad. Amen. Say, it. come on, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Here's the point of the story. I spent a little time with the kids on that night, on Monday night. Next morning I'm in my bed, quarter till seven. And the door knock 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 knock. It's little Danny crawls up in the bed, which is not normal at all. Crawls right over there to me, laying in bed, puts her head on me and hugs on me. And I told Kim, all it takes is a little time from a father. Just a little time. Not a lot of time. I don't spend a lot of time with them as much as a lot of dads probably do. A little time means so much to a little child. And knowing that she can come over there and do that. No, no, don't touch me. You're going to give me a germ. (laughs) You know, kids have lots of germs. You know that? More than we got. Amen? Amen? But just that little bit, guys, that's all I'm trying to say. Just that be teachable. This works. It would not just work for children. It works for everybody. Let this mind be in you. What mind? What we're talking about today. The mind of Christ. This is good stuff. That I might know Him and the what? Power of His resurrection and the fellowships of His sufferings. Being made what? To Jesus. Conformable. Kim, are you doing all right? I didn't upset you about the children, did I? You're not mad because when you tell them to go to bed, they don't, right? Nothing like that? I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> she is such a softie. You know Kim is a softie, right? And those kids, how many know your children will play to your softest? They do that, don't they? You know that. That's hilarious. She comes in and goes, I don't know how you do this. I say, it's a gift. It's a gift. So, we want to be conformable unto Christ as we reach out and care for people in our relationships. Yes or no? Keep pushing, Rog. You're slowing me down. Say this with me. Say these with me. Come on. Say it with me. I can what? Say it with me. I can what? Beautiful. We can do this. So, you must be teachable if you're going to be your best. Yes or no? Okay? That's number one. Number two, it's going to get tougher. Say it with me. I must be vulnerable. I must be vulnerable. If I'm going to bless, edify, sacrifice and touch and be my best, I'm going to have to be vulnerable. Jesus came unto his own people, the Jewish people and his own people didn't receive him. If you want to be your best in relationships and you're going to reach out to people and have relational balance and relate to other people, there's going to be times it's going to be awkward. It's going to be times it's going to be hard. It's going to be times you're even going to get rejected. So, oh, I quit. I don't want to be my best anymore. And that's what we do. We get hurt relationships and we dial down and we scale back and I can't get hurt anymore and our defenses go up. That was me. That was me. I still struggle with that with Kim. I've got my defenses up. You understand? When you, how many would it relate to that? I've been hurt, Pastor. I get them up. I'm not saying be stupid. But I am saying don't be so Stubborn. And so protective of you that you, you can't be your best. You're going to have to be vulnerable. You with me or not? Yes or no? All right. If any man will sue you at the law, take away your coat, let him have your cloak or inner coat also. And whosoever shall compel you to go a mile, then go with him how many miles? Jesus says. Be vulnerable. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? I'll just love everybody. I love everybody fellowship because they're all loving people. That's not true. Listen, this is a hospital. All right? Some of us are well, a little bit more well than others. All of us have issues probably. If we could unpeel the onion and we were honest with one another. But, you know, it's it's okay if if you have struggled with somebody from time to time. But we do want this to be a place of peace and unity right here. You understand that? We won't tolerate that. Period. We're going to love people. Got it? Yes or no? Don't going to love people. But you're out there in your world or with a husband or with your children or people you're having struggles with at work. Listen, if you just love those that love you, what reward have you? Don't just, don't even heathen people. That's what the Bible's saying there. Don't even just people that don't even know God. Don't they do that? Say, sure. We're the children of God. We can do better. Amen. Hang in here. So I must be vulnerable. Say this with me out loud. Here we go. Being vulnerable. Here we go. I can. I like to win. But I can lose and be okay with it. Especially if it's for the glory of God and for the betterment of my family. If I put myself out and even feel rejected or weird or odd about it, or even a little hurt comes from it, I'd still rather put myself out than not to put myself out. You understand? I lose you on that. Say that one with me. I can get out of my comfort zone. You will never be your best with like, this is the way it is. This is the way I do it. This is where I like to eat. This is what we're going to do. This is when we have to be home. This is what we got to do. You're a lot of fun, aren't you? Come on, man. I want to be better. I want to actually be the best in my relationships. you got to be vulnerable. Speaking to a neighbor. I mean, it might. I'm talking about trying to reach out to a neighbor. You know what? You might be rejected. They might think you a weirdo freak, okay? You might be. I have no idea. But the fact of the matter is, go ahead and reach out. Yes or no? Go ahead and talk to people. What's wrong with that? Speaking like that. Be vulnerable. It's okay. I tell you, it's especially important in love. And in a marriage in a relationship. And I'm going to tell you something right now especially if you've been hurt and you are married again it's tough it's tough to be vulnerable i just put up the guards man i don't know how many relate to that you do that i put the guards up because and or you get spooked they're not doing this but you feel like it is because you got you got what do you call that ptsd My daughter says that. She counsels and works with people. Elise, she's incredible. And she talks to me. She's 27, but she can talk to Dad and she can help Dad. And she says, Dad, I do think you struggle with some kind of PTSD because of the pain and the deep hurt in your life. I think she's right. Well, so what does that mean? I'm going to be cursed forever? No, it means I'm just going to have to work harder. Yes or no? I'm going to have to try harder. Kim deserves that out of Gary. Yes or no? Amen. Say. <laughs> Praise the Lord. She deserves that. Whew. Sometimes I need y'all to jack my jaw sometimes. Especially you ladies. You hear me? Especially you ladies who know me well and who, who's successful at what you do in relationship. I don't mind you talking to me sometimes saying, Gary, how you doing? Or, or you know, don't be nitpicky at me, though, because I'm going to come unglued on you. you listen listening to me. <laughs> no. Anyway, here we go. Come on. There we go. Number three, we're talking about giving your best. Number three, say it with me. I must be approachable. Approachable. Look who came to Jesus. He was so approachable. And don't pull the line like Jesus. No, but greater is He that's in you than He that lives in the world. And I can do all things through Christ Jesus who lives in me. Amen. Say, come on. Yeah, you can do this if you want to do it. Look who came to Jesus. The religious could come to him. There was a man, Nicodemus, ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night. Verse number two. Verse number two. Verse number two. Came to Jesus by night. He said, we know you're a teacher. We know you're a teacher. So he could come to Jesus. Even though he's religious and he's a high the up. You know, he could come to Jesus. And he did. And Jesus accepted him. Kept, let's keep looking. Religious people came to Jesus. Just real quick, outcasts came to Jesus. The woman of Samaria. Been married many, many times. Living with another man. She came and Jesus had an awesome conversation with her and she could talk with Him. Sometimes people look at the Scriptures like this and think that Jesus didn't have... that He wasn't holy and righteous. The same God of the Old Testament is the same God of the New Testament. He doesn't have a split personality, okay? He is holy. He believes in... Marriage, and he believes in righteousness and doing the right thing. Period. But that does not mean he doesn't love all people. He loves all people. All a lot of people have issues and sins and struggles, and and Jesus loves them. He's not rubber stamping your life and your life choices. You understand that? Look, look, Jesus. No, no, he's not doing that. He's going to meet you right where you are, and you can approach him right where he is, and he's going to take you where as you follow him, and your life is going to dramatically change over time. It will happen. Okay? It did in my life. He was approachable. The woman of Samaria came to him. What else? She was an outcast. Just keep looking. Just just push him up. He says to the woman, how's it you being a Jew? She says to the woman, ask a drink of me. I'm Samaria. You're not supposed to even talk to me. But he did. He had a conversation with her, and he, he cared about her. Crooks came to Jesus. Crooks came to Jesus. You mean I'm supposed to have something to do with crooks? You probably have more to do with crooks than you realize. There's a lot of crooked people out there. Y'all know that, right? And I'm no fool to think they ain't crooked people right in here. Are we for your crookedness? No. But are you welcome here? Yes. But if you're crooked in your business, do I hope you lose all your money? I do. But I'm still going to love you as you go broke. That's the plan. Amen. But the point is... Crooks could come to him. That didn't mean he rubber-stamped crookedness. It just means he was approachable. Are y'all hearing the message or not? And this is the wrong passage. It wasn't Nicodemus. It was was Zacchaeus. Got it? There you go. Zacchaeus sought to see him. Amen? Zacchaeus, the little crooked tax collector, politician joker. Amen? He's in there. Crooks. Sinners could come to him. Everybody's a sinner, but some were really caught up in sin in crazy ways. And this woman, that's what she did. She was a prostitute, a full-out prostitute. She came to Jesus at a dinner because she thought she could. She thought she could. Do people think they can come to you? Yes or no? People come to me and they talk to me sometimes and they go... I'm looking at several of you in the audience today. This is exactly what you said when you came to my office. You, you come with some heavy crap. And you say, I came because I thought I could. I thought I could talk to you. And they can. Yes or no? Amen. And you can. Doesn't mean you're going to like what you hear. But it's it's okay. Jesus was approachable. Okay, she was a center. Of one of my favorite scriptures it reminds me of my mother. Jesus was at dinner at a Pharisee's house, which is the ultimate religious person. She brought an alabaster box of ointment. Keep looking. She stood at his feet behind him, weeping, began to wash his feet with tears, wiped them with the hairs of her head. She kissed his feet. She anointed his feet with that ointment that she brought. Very expensive stuff. When the Pharisee, which had bidden, when that religious guy that's the real religious chief here, when he saw it, he spake within himself. He didn't say it out loud. He said to himself, this man, Jesus, Jesus, if he he were a prophet, which he obviously ain't, because if he was, he would know that this woman is touching his feet and wiping his feet as a prostitute. Did Jesus know who the woman was? Oh, yeah. He was just glad to have her down there at his feet. So that her life could be changed. If you're not approachable, how are people going to get better? Yes or no? If you're not approachable, how's your marriage going to get better? If you're not approachable, how are your kids ever going to talk to you? Yes or no? Well, you do as I say. That's the way it is. That's the way they grew up. They should understand. If they want me, I'm here. But That's the way we're going to do it. Well, happy, lonely life. That's not the way life is, guys. Yes or no? It's not the way life is. This is not the Christian life. The Christian life is for us to be our best. Be vulnerable. But we've got to also be approachable. Say it with me. My words. I can what? Not learn. Say it one more time. I can what? When I talk about being approachable, learn to lean. Learn to lean in towards people. Not like this. You can see people when you come up to them, they're doing this to you. They might not even be moving, but their body language is like, you understand? like so, as believers in Christ, as people who want to be their best, give mama best, daddy best, your kids, your best, your friends, your best, your people in your life and in and our community deserves our best. Like when I go to the ball game, like I was on Sunday night, the blue orange game, it's an inner squad spring game. We have, we got another one this week in Tampa and that's it until the fall. So I'm at the game the other night. Well, I'm not standing over there like I'm going to get on my little seat, you know, like I'm the Pope of Inglewood, okay? And I'm going to sit there and wait for everybody to come up to me. That's the dumbest thing on the planet. I'm in a lot of people's space. Amen? And I just keep moving. And meeting this one and that one and seeing somebody I ain't seen in a while. I might have just known them a little bit. Or saying, that's how you do it. Yes or no? Lean. Lean into people. Yes or no. Give off that air also that hey, you know I'm approachable. I want to talk to you. I want to be here. Not that I can't wait till you get out of here. Amen. Come on. I can convey care. Say that with me. I can convey care and concern to others. This is again, it's an it's a uh, it's an air or an aroma that you give off that shows people I care. Y'all hear me or not? I tell Kim. Now, Kim loves me. Kim loves me. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And people that see Kim many times will stop and talk to me sometimes and say, the way she looks at you, they can see the way she looks at me. And it's sort of weird. I can't even see it sometimes because I've been hurt and broken. I can't see that sometimes. Do you understand? But others say that to me. But I do have this one beef with Kim. Anytime I am sick, she is a bad nurse. Now, she's awesome at everything, a lot of things. But look, I ain't no good nurse either. I'm the worst, ain't I? Yeah, I'm horrible. But I'm just saying, I think people who are nurses and stuff like that, they have a way about them. At least the ones... I mean, you've got to be tough as a nurse. I get that. I'm guessing that's true. But at the same time, I think you've also got to give off that you really care about them. Yes or no? Amen. Yes or no? And Kim will be the first to tell you, she's an artist. She's not a nurse. Okay? But anyway, does she... But I like that. I'm pretty good at, you know, get my, you know, you got to get this, got to take that. I'm that way, so I'm not putting you down, baby. You understand this? I say this to your face. You know this? No, I love her to death. But the point is, is that we have to learn to lean. Got it? I was at a restaurant the other night. I bought Kim a new dress. I was at a consignment shop in Carolina. Don't laugh. I was at a consignment shop in Carolina and I saw a dress that looked sexy. By that I mean it wasn't real frumpy. It was a nice fitting dress. She's beautiful. She doesn't wear a dress that much at all. I like her in shorts and a pair of jeans and I think she's very comfortable just like that. Kim's comfortable being Kim. You didn't know you were going to be the topic of the sermon today, did you? You're usually the nurse. I didn't know you were going to be out here today. Sorry. This goes on every week no not really but the point is i bought this dress it's a beautiful just a beachy kind of dress sort of a white background got like the uh hibiscus you know that pretty blue color and a little bit of that cool brownness with it too beautiful nice fitting i bring it home to her i said look i bought you a dress and she's like oh my gosh (laughs) i said i want to go out to eat A weeknight, not a weekend, a weeknight. Make it special, just a weeknight. We get somebody to watch the kids. So we did that Tuesday. And she put on that dress and she's feeling funny. And it goes, you know, it fits a little tight. But us fellas, we like that. So we went to Bonefish Grill. We had a beautiful dinner. I saw people I knew, friends of my kids worked there and different things. Had a good time. I get done. And somebody says to me, and the, the waitress said, somebody picked up your bill. Really? I got a, I got a really cheap dress. $5 I think I gave her the dress. <laughs> but it's very expensive. It's very expensive. It's a beautiful dress. I loved it. But I take her there. I'm thinking I'm going to spend $100. We're blessed. And somebody buys my dinner. The waitress didn't really want to tell me who it was. I said, Who did that? Because I'm gonna go say thank you. I went over there. I don't know if they're here. They were here then the first y'all are here. There you're here. I went over to their table. Said, Thank you. They don't have a lot. I met this woman thirty years ago, thirty five years ago as a young man. Sitting in a restaurant in Inglewood, like I always got to eat in the morning, usually by myself, and I usually leave an empty seat. And that lady sitting right back there, thirty years ago, sat in that seat across from me. She didn't know me. She'd been seeing me. And she said, My husband has cancer. And I thought you might be a minister. Would you pray for him? And I did. I prayed with her and with her for him. And I tell you what, we became friends. Me and her. And she's been in church now, coming for years and years and years and years and years. Amen? Well, the other night, her and her son are there, and the other son, who I don't see that much, but I know him vaguely. I told him that story about meeting his mother when your dad had cancer. And I said, your mother came and sat in that chair and he said this to me. He doesn't know me that well. He said this. It's because you're approachable. I'm not bragging today. I'm just telling you this works. Are y'all hearing me or not today? Did I do it so I can get me a free meal? Absolutely not. I did it because she matters. Amen? And it was beautiful. Now, I would expect her to say that, but I didn't expect him to say that. Amen? And I know that might sound like I'm an ego tick or something. I'm not. Just trying to throw that out. Be approachable. And if you're not, don't get mad at me today and hate my message. Don't do that. You're not running out, I don't think. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good. Listen. I'm going to quit quick. Push me, Raj. i got to be approachable. Must be approachable in relating to others. People can see it and they can smell it, so you got to do more than just tell it. Who said that? I did. People can see it and they can <laughs> smell it. They can smell if you're not approachable. You can say, oh, I love people. I love Jesus. That's what we say. We love Jesus. We love people. We say that so we can keep that in your face. But it's more than a slogan that you're going to leave here with and all of a sudden become that you want to be your best, you're going to have to work at it. Amen. Come on. I must be readable. Readable. Say that with me. I must be readable. So many people hide who they are. They hide their emotions. I'm just... We don't even know who they are. I'm not saying if you're hurting, go around crying. I'm not saying if you're a happy person, go around laughing all the time like a crazy person. I'm not saying that. But learn to be a person who is readable. In your relationship, husband, wife, with your youngest, the kids ought to be able to see. I can go to dad. I can go to mom. They can see. They can That leaning in's happening. They can read you. I can work on my face. I'm not saying makeup and all that, guys. I'm talking about countenance. Countenance. You can work. Everybody can work on their face. Now, I've just always never, i never smiled. I don't like to smile. I've never smiled. My mama didn't smile. Daddy didn't smile. My uncles didn't smile. Grandma didn't smile. You know who did smile? Jesus smiled. Okay? No doubt about it. He smiled. Because, see, we're made in His image. And I smile. Okay? And a lot of other people. Smile. We must have got it from somewhere. Okay? Smile. Work on your face. Nothing wrong with standing in front of the mirror and go. You know, I think I'm going to smile at myself. When I was a young preacher, especially, I used to preach in front of the mirror. The best sermons I would give would be looking at myself. I'd feel like a dog when I got. I, I, got, I felt like I got saved every week. You know what I'm saying? Listen, finally, brethren, once things are true, here's how you work on your face. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are, are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on positive things, good things, godly things, good things, right things. You think on bad things, you're not going to be smiling. You think on the negative. What happened to me? I can't believe it. I can't believe it happened. I can't believe they talked like that to me. I can't believe this happened at work. And you just keep ruminating over it. You're going to lose your teeth. Work on your face. The Bible says rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. Everything give thanks. If you're rejoicing, if you're praying, if you are giving thanks, your teeth are going to start popping out. (laughs) You hear me? Work on your face. Don't quench the Spirit. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is God's will for you to be a readable person. And they read in you the joy of the Lord. They read in you happiness. But it ain't that made-up stuff that they say on TV. This is real, guys. Yes or no? And by the way, I'd be happy if she was better to me. How about you just be happy whether she's going to be better to you or not? And guess what? She might be better to you if you start being working on the pace. Amen? I know I'm crazy and all that good stuff up here. But the fact of the matter is, Kim knows. Kim knows I love her. You know? And she, she can see it. You know? And how we talk, how we treat each other, how we have fun together. She's my best friend. I told Danny and Abby, I had them yesterday while she had the luncheon, I told Danny and Abby, Mommy is my best friend. The way I treat Mommy is the way best friends are supposed to be treated. Doesn't mean best friends don't have, a you know, some arguments sometimes, or, you know, opposition to a certain issue or something. But best friends... Are always best friends. Yes or no? Amen. Say. Okay? So just think about some of this stuff. We're talking about being readable. Also, say that with me. I can do what? Watch my mouth. Now, some people like me that have a job like I do and a personality like me get in trouble more than other people. But all of us probably can watch our mouth a little. Yes or no? Amen. If I'm going to be my what? B-A-S-T. That I've got to watch my mouth. But I'm not saying watch your mouth to the extent that you just shut up completely because then you hurt the approachable, you hurt the teachable, you hurt the readable. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to lean. That means you're going to have to be speaking and you are going to blow it sometimes. But I'd rather be risky and out there because people are worth it. Amen? Say. And my marriage is worth it and my children are worth I had an issue with, with Elise this week. She had a bad day at work. She came home, talked to me about it. I'd already had a pretty rough day myself. I wasn't feeling that great. Nothing bad. I just wasn't feeling that hot. It's late in the day and I'm hot. So she tells me there's a little bit of complaining going on. And so finally I just act. I said something to her I shouldn't have said. And I was harder on her. I talked to her like a 15-year-old and not a 27-year-old. You know what I'm talking about or not? And then I felt horrible, and so then I started going around her house picking up stuff, and then <laughs> I went to her and put my arms around her. And I said, "I'm sorry. You don't. You deserve better than that from me." And she just loved on me with teary eyes, and it was fine. So I have to watch my mouth and sometimes I screw it up. Amen. I want to be my best. I'm not always my best, but I want to be. Amen. Got to quit. Who's a wise man to do with knowledge among you let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness and wisdom your mouth matters. Be not deceived evil communication corrupts what. Good manners watch your mouth. Be readable. I can reach out and touch people, guys. Be readable. There's nothing more readable than just reaching out. But if you haven't watched your mouth, if you haven't been approachable, if you haven't been doing these other things, and all of a sudden you're just wanting to, hey, 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 they're going to run them out. They're going to run from me so fast, ain't he funny? And fellas, that's so often the way we are with our wives. I'm not just hating to hit on men today, but we're like that. We might want the physical and stuff like that, but what happened to your mouth? Earlier, Yes or no? Words matter. Say that with me. Words matter. Yeah, but that was then and it is now. Well, it ain't no now. Because it was then. Got it? Jesus touched people. He put himself in places where he could be touched. Well, I don't like to go out. I don't like people. Well, you sure are a bright light for Jesus, aren't you? Get out of the house. Get out of the house. Get out of the house. Go places. Go to a park. Go places. I'm talking about being your best for our town, being best for other people. You are the light of the world, not the light of your room. (laughs) Y'all listening or not? Or if you're in a marriage or a relationship and that one wants to go out but you don't want to go out, look what you're doing to that relationship. You're not being your best. Get out there. Get out there where people can touch you, can talk to you. It's a beautiful thing. I can show it and I can tell it. Compassion. Compassion. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. The second's like unto it. Thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. On well, these two commandments hang all the law. Loving Jesus Christ and loving people. Amen. Say this out loud with me if you don't mind. Help me now. Tell him I said hello. It's okay. Here we go. Say it out loud. My face, my mouth, and my touch equals my... One more time. My face, my mouth, and my... I'm touching, I'm touching. Can't you say I love you? I love you. I love you because I'm touching. Yeah, but what open to your face and your mouth? Or we can say... With our mouth. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. But, but what about your touch and your, you know, your face? Not just your words. Are you getting that? Real love. Readable. My countenance, my conversation, and my contact. My countenance, my conversation, and my contact equals my what? Compassion. Some people think you can be compassionate by giving $100 to some needy child on TV. That's nice. But you know, there's real people out here too that need you. That you just can't write a check and get it done. Jesus would say, keep your money. I want you. I want you to walk across the street and help that kid. I want you to be a blessing to that neighbor. I want you to go mow that woman's grass. I want you to clean up their yard. I want you to speak nice to them when everybody else speaks horrible to them. I moved into my house on Winston Avenue. And the word was out that my neighbor next door is crazy. Well, they obviously didn't know who's moving into town. I'm as crazy as she'll ever be. You know what? You know what? I like her. And she's a nice lady. And most people don't know it. Her husband is sick in that house. He can't walk. He can't get out of his chair. He can't do nothing hardly. And she's there for him. And she takes care of him. And she loves him. And yeah, she's she a little stressed out? Yes, yeah, she's stressed out. But she deserves to be stressed out. And we like her, don't we, Kim? Be honest with you. We like her a whole lot more than the people that said they didn't like her. This works! This works! How can I be my best in my personal relationship relating to others? Please help me, I'm done. Be teachable! I can learn. I can conform. I can do this, man. You can do this today. Be vulnerable! I can lose Yeah, You might, you might, but you'll make it. I gotta I got get out of my comfort zone. Start to do it. Here we go. We're gonna do it. Be approachable. Lean. Don't, mm, no, lean. I can convey care and concern to other people. Jesus did it. I can do it. He lives in me. I can do this. Be readable. What does that mean? I can love. My face, my mouth, my touch equals my actions. That's real love. That's what people need to see. I can do this. Are we done, Raj? Yes, brother. We're done. Oh. Well, let's especially work on this for the wonderful women that God has placed in our life. Now, I know you're not up here talking today. Please don't come up here after this today and say, I shouldn't have said the price of the dress. (laughs) Kim's proud of me for buying stuff that doesn't cost a lot. She and I are those kind of people. Did y'all know that about us? Did you know that about your pastor and his wife? We'll pick up stuff from... is, Is that who we are, baby? And trust me, i like to dress for $5 that somebody paid 150 for. Amen. Come on, come on, come on. So don't come up and talk to me about that today. Or that you should never talk about your wife from stage. Well, I guess you want another pastor then. Because I'm going to be me today. Do I get it right all the time? When I speak like this on a stage, I screw it up a lot. But I would rather lean and take the chance of screwing it up And helping my church be better at their relationships than me not taking the risk and just standing back here and saying nothing. Amen? So not trying to be ugly, but that's the way it is. Amen? So, be your best. Be your best. Be your best. Let's say it. One, two, three really loud. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning. I know some of you are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get out of here. Come on, let's stand on up.